If you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. Hello and welcome to the endless carnival of misery that is watching Bushiro try to support this game. My name is Rupier. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm confused. <laughs> it's out of order. Yeah. <laughs> this game exists. Yes. And uh, I, I put this podcast on my resume. <laughs> my condolences. Did you really? Well, because I I run I, I've I've run the thing I do the editing I uh, I market the thing and it like it, it shows you know consistency in producing content and stuff Look especially for the field I'm I'm in which is copywriting and copy editing like it's <laughs> it it gets there no makes it, sense it, yeah. yeah but it, it's just funny to point uh like you know uh, hiring managers to this and they're like what is this and I'm like. Okay, so there's this trading card game. It's not Pokemon. All right, Magic, next. Yeah, or or even One Piece. Yeah, yeah. or even One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a burn. Oh, but yeah. So, uh, Dragon Tree Invasion uh, pre-release coming out this Friday. Yeah, coming out this Friday. Pre-released last week. Mm-hmm. But um, like, obviously, yeah. you know, shops have to. Vendors and the like have to get prepared to like get all of their shipments and stuff out. So people are already mm -hmm. cracking into their cases, mm -hmm. which means we know the ratios for things that are going to be in the set. I was trying to make that soda can sound like a long fart. That's uh, mm -hmm. didn't work. I, I gotta do it closer to the mic next time. Um, uh, yeah. So you'll remember that. Uh, there are reprints in this set, so we have like a set of double R reprints, a set of triple R, and a set of triple R reprints. So there's like some good news, some bad news, and news that I didn't think was possible for them to screw up, but here we are. Well, so yeah, for the good news, it looks like we're getting like four double R reprints a case, so you at least have like a full playset. Uh, mm -hmm. It's probably not doing a ton to change the price. Like pre-release prices are about the same as the originals, but I imagine as the supply increases, it'll like dip for a bit before kind of going back up. Yeah, people really does. Well, because not every shop is allowing people to crack in into stuff early. Mm -hmm. um, it depends on how nice your shop owner is. Thank you, Danny. Yeah. And um, <laughs> the, the j just the the thing where like when the set like drops for mm -hmm. real like it's allowed to be opened and in tournaments so mm -hmm. for example it's not allowed in this week's spring fest um correct mm -hmm. yeah so once it's like allowed and more people have opened cases done pack openings on yeah. their channels you know, yeah like on friday when it officially comes out like we're gonna see a larger supply of things and the prices for them are go probably going to dip a bit as like the supply increases before demand really catches up mm-hmm yeah, and then for the bad, but you know, we kind of expected this. Guess how many triple R reprints there are in the case? Twelve. <laughs> okay, so you get six of them in a case. 
Uh, like, 200. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Six play five... sets? No, six. <laughs> you wish. Yeah, you get six of them in a case. There are five nations. So you get one of each, and then one of them randomly has a duplicate. I'm no expert. This seems not ideal. No. I mean, everyone joked that this was going to be the ratio, so, like, it's one of those, like, yes, I'm upset about it, but this is, like, an expected level of failure. Like, what I don't understand is, like, I know uh, Bushrod, uh prints based off demand, right? You have to kind of prod them to get something. We We made this very clear very early. That like we wanted reprints of DBTO four back in like I don't know DBTO six, it's DBTO mm-hmm. nine, and they're like, all right, we got around to it. You get six of them. Like, come on, guys. It... Yeah, but like with the double R reprints, they are being listed at like similar prices to their originals. Although in the case of these triple R's, they are exponentially higher than the double R's. Like bubble. Like, out of all of the double R's, Bulbul Mine is the only one that's still past $5. Like, Painkiller Angels 3, everything else is, like, pennies. But, like, for the triple R's, Inlet Pulse is a 30 bordering on $40 card. Uh, Rainwash Swirler is a $40 card. Trick Moon went up a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how much Trick Moon is off the top of my head. I remember it was 18 at one point. Um, yeah. Uh, I had all of them that I sold for 18. Yeah, so Trick Moon's around, like, 15 right now. So, like, the triple R reprints are worth a lot more than the double R reprints are, and they have, like, the worst ratios. Like, there's a distinct possibility that these triple R reprints might be more expensive than their original printing because they were already so expensive to begin with, and the supply is just so low relative to the demand. It, it is also possible that we see uh, a very bizarre thing happen, where they reprint a thing, and that mm-hmm. thing becomes more expensive because the reprint increases demand. <laughs> oh. Yeah. This but it doesn't just... count as increasing supply because there's not really enough of the... Correct. Yeah. Because I got a C minus in economics. This is playing yeah. my brain. But and here's the thing: like brainwash swirler is just going to be like because uh, Chronojet is relevant now. Like we don't know what the status is on the ban list for us, so we don't know if we're getting like the swirler mm-hmm. limit yet. And then like Dragduled is getting support in set ten. That's looking like it might be relevant. Mm-hmm. So like swirler is going to be good there, just as like a generic piece of support. Like, this card isn't going down in price anytime soon, is what I'm trying to get at. Uh, Inlet Pulse is a card that's, like, probably less important. Like, I think people overestimate the card sometimes when you compare, like, its performance against, like, the decks it was actually good in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I remember you bringing up, what was it, Leonorn, where people yeah. just kind of cram it in there and it's not necessarily needed. You, you just yeah. Kinda... Like I think Leonorn with the mask doesn't need soul as much anymore. You're probably mm-hmm. looking for more counter blasts, honestly. So like I think Inlet Pulse is not super important there. I have yet to really like get into it, but 
I do think people overestimate Inlet Pulse, and, like, Trick Moon is for exactly Bob Sagra, and Bob Sagra is like, eh, which is why it's half the price of the other triple R's. Yeah. And no one cared about the the Orphus triple R to begin with. It's just there because they wanted to be on theme. Yeah. Like, the fact that it is in the set just detracts from the fact that they <laughs> reprinted Brainwash Swirler and Inlet Pulse. <laughs> it actually does kind of bother me that they're so obsessed with getting the theme right of, like, having one per... Nation and yeah. and less worried about just like maybe we should make the the Reprint format relevant. that is absten ostensibly the starter format. Right, maybe it is the main cheaper. format. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then for the thing that I did not believe they could possibly screw up. Uh, so this this set has you know alternate cards too. It has like tokens because. Anthea needs plant tokens, so it has that and the noblesse. And it has dragon tree markers because, you know, the tree makes them and it's like part of the playstyle. They're like a little mini force marker you can get. Yeah. And Bushiroad made the unfathomable decision to make all three of these like extra cards collectively one per box, which means all three of them are competing for space. And they have, like, and you're only getting, like, six or seven per case because it's just randomly divided between the three. So we are in this baffling situation where a marker, you know, not even, like, a real card in the sense of deck building, just, like, a thing to denote a game mechanic, is being sold for $10 because it's at triple R ratios. This would be like if like dice were something you could pull in a box and you get one dice per case or something. I mean, they did do that before. Uh, I think it was like the moonlight. But you're not forced to use that dice. You can use uh -huh. dice. What, I'm, what I'm saying is that it's something that is important for the game to work, but it doesn't work in the actual deck, which is so... Ugh! It's okay. an extra card. Yeah. And it's just like, we have to use their official tokens. So it is... This is the most just, like, I don't even know how to describe how incompetent this is, that, like, we have somehow short-printed markers... These should be like one per pack. Like Probably. you, you have like four commons a pack, right? Like it should just be one in each of them. Fuck it. Yeah. It it it's uh, it's like advertising the set. You should be you, like have a Scrooge McDuck vault of these things. Yeah, and we don't. Like, I just I don't know how they like. So they have this problem of, like, we have these three different extra cards. You have, like, the Noblesse token, the regular plant tokens, and the Dragon Tree marker. And somehow they decided, instead of just putting, like, all three in a box as, like, a box topper, that we were just going to divide them up evenly between the case. Like, the Noblesse, at the very least, is, like, a unit. Like, it has card text on it does things like if i really twist the logic a bit i could like conceive of it being more than like 50 cents <laughs> but like 
if you just look up like force markers or like the treasure marker for seven C's, those are all like fifty cents, which mm. is what the dragon tree marker should cost. But it's like gonna be ten dollars, and I think uh, the price in Japan is very similar to that, and that's just that is brain breakingly ridiculous. I can't even. And like this is a level of incompetence I didn't expect from Bushi Road, and my expectations were the were already bottom of the barrel. Like I expected the one per case triple R's. Like, mm-hmm. I I just I don't know how else <laughs> to say this. He, he's he's like out of anger, right? Like I said all the stuff. Like now, yeah, um, yeah, I. I don't really know how to add on top of that, Matt. Did you have anything to... Uh, it's... I mean, Ruby pretty much said it all. Yeah. <laughs> Righteous Anger is hard to top. It's, it really is. It really <laughs> is. Um, I just don't... I, I, I'm, I'm running out of like different things to say at this point. Yeah. yeah. I keep thinking there'll be a different mistake. And, well. <laughs> no. It's, that's the other infuriating thing about it. It's such a simple mistake. Yeah. Now, in fairness, we are getting more of them in set ten because the ma- it also works with the mass cards. And like, okay, so set- that's set ten is okay. when it will be actually important. But like, my concern with this now is because this original printing of them was so scarce. Like, what's gonna happen with what's the ratio gonna be like in set ten? Because. Mm-hmm. Last time they made a mistake like this was the Meteors, where it was, like, one per box, I think. I do and, remember that, mm, yeah. But you needed, like, eight of them in the deck. So they had to, like, dramatically increase how many Meteors there were by reprinting set three. And I think, in English, we just got the fixed version of it. Yeah. I think there's there's this, like, expectation when they're um designing their sets where they're like oh it's it's a marker right Th- this is something mm-hmm. for a game mechanic that shouldn't really cost that much right it can't be that yeah. popular dot 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> like all Ooh. it supports right now is like a d tier deck in the dragon tree right mm-hmm. like that thing the is not stuff. good yeah like the mask the mask stuff seems like it's going to be very powerful we we'll, we can talk about that next week yeah. Oh yeah, like it's going to become much more relevant in set 10 as like the meta shifts and these new mass cards may or may not become relevant. Mm-hmm. And so and if you're like roughly estimating, the grade 1 like the wretches, they make one on an empty circle. So like if you don't have a marker on it already, you can put a mar- you can counterblast one to put a marker there. And then the tree makes like two of uh, when you use, like, the grade zero to go into the tree, you make two of them. Mm-hmm. And I believe the seed can put them onto, like, anything, even if there's already a marker. I could be wrong, but, like, generally, you'll probably need, like, five of these if you want it to be, like, extra safe and just be like, all right, I just want to be sure I have, I definitely have enough. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, realistically, you're probably only going to make one or two with the grade one effects. I think what they should have done is... Mm-hmm. Uh, like the the dragon tree, it, it just kind of shows this like polluted wasteland. Mm-hmm. And I thought what would have been cool is if this is supposed to be like the new Link Joker, where it's this force of nature that kind of comes out of nowhere and devastates the whole planet. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool if they had like the like all one for each of the nations, and you see like dilapidated buildings and 
mm-hmm. you know, polluted mm-hmm. water and stuff. And then they would look different and they could be like, oh, I'm going to get five Stoikea ones or five Dragon Empire ones. Yeah. Or it's just did another excuse was... to print different arts of them. They did right. that for gift markers. Uh, and Atlas is in there to fart it out again. Dang. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, 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 the different gift yeah, markers exactly. look really good. So too, why not like, do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the foil ones a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll especially see what like that has to offer next week. Especially like the black foil ones. Those looks really sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have those for great nature. The, like, but yeah. Black and gold, very cool. But yeah, this is just one of those, like, this is a new level of incompetence that I didn't expect. And mm-hmm. hopefully set 10 fixes it. Like, that's when it'll be actually relevant. Um, fuck you if you wanted to play the tree, I guess. Sorry. So, yeah, uh, set that set review will be either next week or the week after, depending on mm-hmm. if they finish all the reveals. Uh, what was the other thing we were going to talk about? It was the the new deck sets that were announced on like mm. Wednesday or something last week. Mm-hmm. Like, I made a couple videos about it, but like we kept getting more details as the days went on. So it's like we have like 90% of these things now. So they revealed like the initial lists for all three of the sets. So we have for Graham Grace, Favreniel, and Orphis. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an approximate price in English because people are already listing it for pre-order, so I just assume they've been given some sort of MSRP to work with. Uh, seems like it's going for around like 45 to $55. And what's going to and based on the English product page, we are going to be getting, like, the deck itself, a storage box, one of the small ones, like the Sank Guard, uh, a deck box, and sleeves. So we are actually getting all the goodies. For the longest time, they just refused to give us sleeves. I remember that. That's true. So, also, fuck you, Atlas. I was right. It is $50. Damn it. <laughs> but, well, you're not, you're not here anymore. I don't have to pay you. Yeah. <laughs> Like the $35 I had said in the videos was just like pure conversion rate from the yen price, which is 42.90 yen. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it seems like in America they're going for closer to 50. You do do get a like pretty solid deck in uh, two thirds of the cases. The Favernail one kind of leaves something to be desired. I'm kind of coming back around to the list that they put up. Also, are we going to like show any of the lists? Because. You wanna, like, want to like discuss them in detail? Um, I think I'd rather wait till we get like the details on the reprint and the last mm-hmm. cards and everything. Yeah. Uh, slash, I was lazy and didn't prepare anything before we started because <laughs> really? I was making dinner. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think it's good that we're getting like mostly a competent deck. The only downside is you don't get the effect triggers, but you yeah, even they didn't do that for Chrono Jet either. Yeah, you do get your uh, your nation's over trigger. It's not just the vanilla one, right? They did that. This, yeah, this is basically like a similar level of quality to like Chrono Jet and Messiah, though not as like meta relevant, obviously. But mm-hmm. in terms of like the deck quality, uh, the one gripe I have is that all of the double R's that were reprinted for these are at two copies. Oh, so... yeah. So. Like, Fasado and Painkiller Angel are both at, like, two, uh, what's it? Uh, I know, 
For Orphist, like a lot of the Orphist double R's are at two. The new support cards are at four, but those are still secret. We don't know what those are yet. And yeah. uh Codwalla is at two, which was Yeah. Um... They also like reprinted the expansion cards from some of the trial decks for Graham Grace and Favreneal. So Good. yeah. But the nice thing is like we get the effect PGs, we get the over trigger. Uh they're giving us the promos. I'm a little annoyed that the Graham Grace promo is at two, but the one for Father Neil is at four. Like, that one is just like, why? Like, if you're going to do... So, like, you can give us these promo cards at four copies. You just chose not to in the case of Graham Grace. So we do make food. Uh... <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I think... My stance on this hasn't really changed since all the information that we've gotten out of it. I think this is a thoroughly, like, medium product. Mm -hmm. Like, the sets are passable. You're not gonna, like, win any major events with them, but you probably won't go 0-4 at your locals either. No, you won't. I don't think so. Especially yeah. with the Orphist one, I think. It's a very yeah. underrated deck. Like, the Orphist one is, like, pretty close to just constructed, actually. Yeah. Like, it looks very close to what people are just already playing. Yeah, plus it's a, a reprint for Deus, so... Yeah, that's... Nice. Like, I think, like, Orvis 1 is the best value by far. Uh, uh, Graham Grace is mid. I'm coming around to the Favreneal list, but Favreneal himself is just kind of bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> now, if they put Brainwash Swirler in there... That, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them to just give you like one triple R reprint in these. Like it is consistent with what they're doing now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, like I like this product about as much as I can for thinking that it is the bar that they should strive for with everything. And it's incredibly frustrating that they've been like beneath that bar for such a long time now. Yeah. <laughs> I think eventually they'll get to the point. Where that Konami's gotten to, where like a TD is basically like, all right, it's all the here's an Ash Blossom, here's a yeah. Triple Tact, it's talent, like just all the staples and shit. yeah, like we'll get there someday. Yeah, like we're we're really just hoping for these five special reprints to be like good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we'll get and, there. Uh, the English release date is in October. Yes. Oh, I wanted to add a little. Uh, mm -hmm. An addendum to when we talked about the Harry and uh, Night Rose mm -hmm. premium deck sets. Uh, so the Harry deck, which we shat on for that entire episode, <laughs> um, is in a better position than you think it is. So the original Magia Harry uh, from G era, mm -hmm. you kind of just need to get four of those which are very, very cheap and were, were reprinted a ton of times and smack it onto the deck set and it's good to go with the... Um, with the history collection stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, 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 it ended up falling ass backwards into being playable for the most yeah. part. I, I still don't think those are a very good value prospect simply because, like, you don't have a lot of the extra goods to justify the additional price. Like, what? again... The whole deck and the extra deck? Or? or Well, that's the thing, like, as a constructed deck, it's like, even if you were to account for the G-Zone, that would maybe tack, like, $10, $20 off of, like, 50 but mm -hmm. but it's, like, 150 as opposed to being, like, 100 or 110 And remember, like, this is a bundle. 
you're getting two of them. Typically with bundle deals, you expect some sort of discount, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would have just expected that because this this big bundle that it would have been a hundred just based off of these other deck sets being fifty. Yeah. But they went for a hundred and fifty instead, and you don't even get like sleeves or anything. You just get like the storage box mm-hmm. and maybe deck boxes. I need to double check. I think you, they give you like coins and like the storage box. Product. Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's see for this one. So you get the two decks, storage box, coin, two play sheets. So you don't get an actual. So you don't get deck boxes. You don't get sleeves. But they're also charging you like three times more than like the individual deck sets for two decks with less goodies. We already we already shat uh, shat on them for this. I'm <laughs> just saying that like yeah. For for the like when you go with your friend and they're like, but he's getting the yeah. night rose one and I get stuck with Harry. It's not you're not stuck with it That's anymore. That's oh. oh, okay. So I know the stride decks as for like Chrono Jet Messiah also didn't have sleeves, but they also come with more coins. Yeah, mm. and and that box is like sturdy. I, mm-hmm. I I've seen one in person. It's very nice. Uh, the fifty dollar box or the two hundred dollar box? Uh, the two hundred dollar box. Yeah, no, I was talking about like the fifty dollar ones because oh, okay. that's like right. the basic bitch version. Mm-hmm. Like that, I think that's a better comparison point than the thing where you come that comes with like a special glass case and like rubber play mats and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, like I like these deck sets. Like Favre Neil has captured my imagination partially because, like, just constantly wondering where he was has caused me to. C- form like this weird emotional attachment this is just how i get into decks like okay. if i start going through and explaining all of the various reasons i own things you're gonna realize that there's always for the weirdest reasons okay i i know you're saying that but also i want to see a version of mtv cribs where it's just you <laughs> explaining the reason okay so i have this pillow behind me and <laughs> no i just meant for like the decks yeah. obviously this is where the magic happens you know <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't think yeah. I need to explain this thing. I know, but just just for the. <laughs> Wait, for I the, mean, I could I could yeah. do a video like that for the for various decks I own for silly reasons. Do it. Do it like, for uh, do it for April Fool's Day or something. Yeah. How how is that even an April Fool's video? That's just like here's all the silly reasons why I own these decks. Well, usually April Fool, like April Fools on the internet, has turned basically into corporate websites being like, "Our things are over here now." Like that's the whole. It's very dumb. Joke. Yeah. yeah, or 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 just like products that you wish were real. Yeah, you know, or they make a commercial for them, that kind of thing. And then there's the occasional company that announces something on April Fool's Day, and then it is real. Yeah. They're like, we well, should... we did it at 11.59 p.m. on March 31st. I'm a big fan of the thing that is a joke and then becomes real because, like, people are like, that's sick, actually. Yeah. But, like, the thing... What was that movie where people trolled it into getting re-released into theaters? Morbius? Morbius, thank you. Yeah. That. Yeah, but, like... But not that. Because... That one was just stupid. It was stupid, but I'm saying, like, that kind of thing where mm-hmm. it, it just kind of takes on a life of its own. And, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the uh, the Area 51 invasion. <laughs> Can't stop all of us, all that stuff. Yeah, but that one didn't happen, but it's okay. The, oh, fuck, what was that fight for the guys? 
The Josh fight. Yeah. That one was real. I mean, like, it, it wasn't real. They sent a news crew out there, and there was a dude, Naruto, running through the desert. That's really No, not, not the Area 51 invasion, the Josh fight. I know, but just whatever. Um, wait, who, was, who, were, who were the two Joshes fighting each other? Two? Yeah. Well, there were there was uh there were two Joshes with the same like full names as each other and then just a bunch of other Joshes that were just there. Huh. But yeah, there was like the one that organized the event because he realized that the meme was getting out of hand and if he didn't like actually make an event to rein it in, then like the internet would just do the internet. And that would be infinitely Real. worse than what actually happened. So, like, the original Josh that proposed the Josh fight, like, took charge of the event and organized it properly so that it wouldn't get out of hand. And then there was one other Josh that shared the same full name. I think it was, like, Josh Swain or something like that. So they had a rock-paper-scissors battle to decide who got to be the true Josh. And then, like, a bunch of other Joshes were there, and they fought with cool noodles. That's pretty funny. How did I miss this? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. It was like a big meme in uh, two, 2020. That's uh, because of COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, uh, 2020 was one of those things where people just missed out on a bunch of stuff. You had the George mm -hmm. Floyd protests and then sourdough starters and everything else was whatever corner you went, you went into. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, good times. Yep. So, I I'm pretty much out of gas here. So if uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Like, well, what were you gonna say? No, nothing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thanks to uh, our patrons at Patreon.com/slash Nexus at Night, uh, especially Darren, Cole, Josh, Jeremy, Gr, and Ali, being ten dollar patrons. If you want to help support the show, uh, content a day early. Uh, and a bonus show every week. You can, you know, patreon.com slash nexus at night. Throw us a buck. You get an access to our Discord. Come hang out with us. And uh, yeah, at nexus at night on Twitter. And then you can find me at Atlas Novak, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. How about you guys? Find me on Twitter at Wiggums, two Gs, two Zs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Oh, and then you can also follow my other show uh, at Generation Dan on Twitter or Generation underscore Dan Instagram. And it's called just Generation Dan, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.